Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for starting the weekend with us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in Tupelo, it would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Vicksburg. That would be a little weird. Yeah, my friends would love it, but yeah, it is what it is. The home uh, of one Brian Haydad. I thought you were going to say McDuff just to just to just to make me mad, but it's it's his home too. Uh, yeah, I wanted to throw you a bone. I appreciate that. So, uh, hey, this weekend, if you're in the Tuscaloosa area. If you're uh, if you're headed over that way, if you're you're you know an Alabama fan, you happens to be tuning in or whatever. Uh, noted Mississippi State alum and fa- everybody's favorite weatherman, James Spann, will be live at the uh, the Tuscaloosa location of Strange Brew Coffee House uh, on Saturday uh, from noon to three for a book signing. Uh, his new book. Uh, is, he, is it a new book, or he just has his all his old books? No, it's all his old books. All we can do is pray, Weathering Life, Benny and Chipper, the weather book for kids, which is a weather book for kids, and the newest children book, The Wonder of Thunder, which is, of course, about me. Hmm. So, so if you want one, to... Be- one chapter. <laughs> Two pages. Come on, man. I, I'm interesting. <laughs> so, if you want to meet James Spann and if you've got his books, you want them signed, they've got them. Uh, they're also going to have a merchandise tent up with weather shirts and hats as well. Take pictures, however you want to do it. Saturday afternoon at Strange Brew Tuscaloosa. Uh, they were there on University Boulevard, just a block west of Bryant-Denny Stadium. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. It's just this simple, guys. If you need a new Mississippi State polo, you go to College Corner. They've got an incredible selection. They've got the interlocking MSU gear. They've got the state script gear, the M over S. Whatever it is you want, they've got it. And you know what? I'm not, I'll throw you a bone here. So we're throwing bones out here. I'll throw you one. If you're a Banner M person, if you like the Banner M, they've got those polos as well. They've got a big selection of them. So head to College Corner, two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. This weekend, Restaurant Tyler is going to be buzzing because people will be in town getting the best meal this city has to offer. 
Great lunch, great dinner, and then Sunday brunch, it's the best you're going to find. Enjoy it. If you haven't made your reservations, it might be a little late. I, you can try. You can certainly try, but maybe go ahead and get them for next weekend. You know, think about next weekend, 11 a.m. kickoff. That means dinner time. You're going to be out of the stadium. Head to Restaurant Tyler and enjoy a fantastic meal at Stark Bowl's best restaurant. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. Banking locally, just as important as shopping locally, just as important as eating locally. Do your work within your community. That way, if you need to talk to somebody about a loan for your car, for your home, for your small business, you're talking to the people that you know. You're not talking to some corporate board of people who you've never met and they don't know you at all. It's just that simple, guys. It feels like an easy decision, and Priority One Bank helps you make that. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It's Friday, the three Ps. Priority One Bank is the fourth P, the infamous fourth P that we never get to. Uh, Preview, playmakers and predictions, Mississippi State uh, versus Arizona. Robbie, when we look at this game, Two things have stood out to me all week long, and I've talked about them in great detail. We'll talk about them one more time. We'll start offensively. Mississippi State, a year ago in this game, in the air raid offense, with the running game kind of being a little bit of an afterthought, rushed the ball pretty successfully against his Arizona defense. Rushed for well over 100 yards uh, between Dylan Johnson and Jaquavius Marks. Now in a more run-friendly system, in a a system where they're going to commit to running the ball 25 to 30 times per game, I can't help but think that even though I, you know, this this Arizona defense has been remade and they've added a lot of depth and, and size to the transfer portal, I can't help but feel Mississippi State is once again going to be successful running the football. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a big push over the last 24 hours, like to kind of like hype up this defensive line mm-hmm. and this defense for Arizona. Like, yeah. Okay. And I just, I mean, if State struggles with this unit, what are they going to do the rest of the SEC schedule? That's, that is my like thought process going into this ball game. There's no way that this defensive line is going to be better than most of the SEC teams that they play. So, you know, if, if State is not able to run the football against this crew, that's a really bad sign to me. That's, that's a sign that, they're going to have a lot of trouble because there are a couple of SEC guys on that line, I believe. I think they have a couple of Georgia guys. Um, so, you know, it's um, it's one of those deals where, like, yeah, I mean, you got to obviously respect your opponent and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, if State's not able to run on these guys, you got some big issues. They should be able to come into this game. You got a, a experienced offensive line. You got experienced running backs. You should have success. I'm not saying they're going to come out and rush for 300 yards again, but at the same time, I mean, you should be able to sustain a running game, open up some passing plays. Your offense shouldn't be, you know, at a stalemate with these guys defensively. You know, like I I think that it sounds like they're going to be improved on defense, but, I mean, what, what does that mean for Arizona? They weren't great last year. I think that, you know, with, with what State likes to do offensively now and with what Mike Wright is going to bring to this offense in, in week two, you know, it, it just feels like the, the conditions are ripe for Mississippi State to be able to run the football. And that should set up some things in the passing game. 
I think it's absolutely crucial for Mississippi State to find a couple of those deep passes this week. Uh, if nothing else, they've got to get Will Rogers seeing that he can complete those passes going into what's going to be an incredibly difficult stretch the next three games. Rodgers needs that confidence builder. I think having Xavion Thomas back will do that for him. I think having Tulu Griffin healthy will do that for him. And then you've got the, the rest of that receiving core. But you've got to take some shots with Will Rogers, but you you got to connect on those. How much, you know, think about the Mike Wright situation and, and, and what do you expect to see from him? How many snaps, how many carries, how many pass attempts do you think you see from him this weekend? I would think that it goes up a little bit this week. I would I would think. Um, as far as you know, the snaps that he gets, he's just showed showed you enough last week that you. I mean, you got to think that he's going to be able to help you out a little more this week and provide a little bit different look. I, I'm usually not for the two quarterback thing, right? Neither. But in this situation where this is a totally different quarterback, I like the opportunity of bringing in a different look and shaking things up and making a defense change what they have to do. It's very hard to just, you know, constantly switch up what you do scheme-wise defensively for the different quarterbacks because they're two completely different guys. So, you know, I like the opportunities of Mike Wright coming in there in the middle of possession or at the start of a possession and running the read or, you know, running some up-tempo stuff and maybe, you know, mixing in a play action here or there. I think that there's some chances there when teams are kind of looking in the backfield for what he's going to do for State to hit some big pass plays. So it it wouldn't shock me at all if that guy got, you know, 15 snaps or something like that Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Uh, Just a few more snaps for him this week. I don't know what his snap count was on Saturday. but You could almost look at his carries and tell you his snap count. Right. I I mean, he was in there for a play, more than maybe one play that he didn't carry the football. So he had five carries, you know, and, and not not counting, you know, the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking yeah, you know, 12 to 15 snaps with maybe eight, nine carries and three to five pass attempts. Sounds about right for me, for Mike Wright. And if that's the case, you know, 15 plays, let's say, let's say 15, we'll go on the high end there. If he's over a hundred yards of total offense passing and and, and rushing, that's a great sign for Mississippi State. And then Marks, I just feel like he's going to be looking at back-to-back 100-yard games in this one. I really do feel like he's going to, you know, he'll be, he had 19 carries last week, of course, didn't play much uh, in, in in the fourth quarter. This is probably a game where he's closer to 25 carries when it's all said and done. And, you know, if he had 127 yards last week, can he be around that or 150? You know, th- th- those are the numbers that he needs to be around this week, I think, for Mississippi State to have a, a lot of success. The other thing that's I've talked about all week long is you know the way Mississippi State was able to pressure Jaden Delora last year and was able to you know force him into bad decisions. He would break. He he did a good job, I thought, of keeping plays alive, but then he would force the ball into coverage. State did a great job last year of of covering up Arizona's receivers, and rather than take some short gains in the running game, he he tried to force the ball. You've got to think that they've they've watched that film, they've they've showed it to him several times, and they've said to him, like, look, if these running plays are there, you've got to take them. I always think back to, you know, the very next week, Robbie, against LSU, Jaden Daniels was very successful running the football against Mississippi State when, when, when containment broke down and when he was able to extend plays. Delora has to have seen that. 
So that's my 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 concern defensively is Mississippi State has got to find a way to not only pressure Jaden Delora, but when if he does take off to get him down quickly, they can't allow him to make chunk plays with his feet because you know he's going to get a few with his arm. Right, no doubt. And it's it's really odd in his career he just hasn't really ran the football well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand that because he's a very elusive. Yeah, you're right. Guy. At Washington State, 28 carries for 34 yards his first year, 45 carries for 77, which means, you know, he's running the football a little bit and then getting sacked too. 74 for 122 last year. And then in game one, he had three on the other day, he had three carries for 47 yards. Mm -hmm. And one of those carries was a 53 yard run. Yeah. So he's not a guy that's going to take off and run, but it seems like he's pretty reliant on passing. Um, it just it, it, like I think he just uses his elusiveness to escape the pocket and make plays down the field. It, it just doesn't seem like he's a guy that's going to want to throw the football a little bit. But I do think that the fact that he has that skill set is is dangerous in itself. Any guy that can keep plays alive longer than you know the three seconds that you really is like the most time you really need in a pocket. Any guy that can keep those plays alive, escape the pocket, roll around, try to find other opportunities out there, that's a danger. That's a guy that's going to hurt you. And he threw for 3,600 yards last year. So, you know, I I expect him to be a a menace on Saturday. I think he's going to to create plays for them that aren't there. But with that comes some potential miscues for him too. I mean, he made some mistakes in that game last year. He's made some mistakes as a quarterback – but this is a guy that's in, in year four uh, playing in the power five. He's seen pretty much every defense. He's gotten wiser the more time he's spent out there. He's going to be one of the more dangerous quarterbacks that Mississippi State plays this year. What do you think about this Arizona passing attack? They've got some some real speed out there. This is a big test for State secondary, which, you know, so many new faces back there. Only DeCameron Richardson, you know, a returning starter from a year ago in this situation. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I think that's it's definitely um, a dangerous crew. I mean, they have a five-star wide receiver out there. They mm-hmm. have uh, they've had tr- great transfers come in. It's it's going to be tough uh, to defend those guys. But you know, state again, this is a, a group of players that they're going to have to go up against better players this year, week in and week out. They should be prepared for this. Yeah. Um, for the most part, everybody they're putting out there has played in SEC ball games in that secondary. This isn't a you know it's a new secondary as far as starting and their roles have increased. But you know Marcus Banks played uh, a good bit as a defensive back last year. DeCarlos Nicholson got some time last year. Size Spurge has played a lot. Um, you know Sean Preston obviously has played a lot. Um, those those guys have played some football so. Uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge, and especially, like I said, when those plays are extended and those guys can have a little more time to get open, there, there's going to be plays to be made there. But, uh, you know, this is a good test for them because they got a really, really good um, group of wide receivers coming in next weekend. No, there's no question about that. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how that goes for them. I, I just feel like – it, 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 I definitely feel like if State plays the right way, if they play an A game, they'll win and win relatively easily. 
But if they do slip up, Arizona is a good enough team to make them pay. It's kind of the it's kind of the opposite of what I would say next weekend, right? Next weekend with LSU, if LSU plays an A game, they're going to win. They're just more talented. But if they slip up, State is good enough to go up there and make them pay. So you sort of get a taste of that on both sides uh, with with this game. Special teams, I, I think the biggest thing I want to see is just to see if Kyle Ferry does it again, right? Kickers are reliable until they aren't. So can Kyle Ferry be reliable two weeks in a row? Yeah, the first miss that he has. And it's going to happen eventually. He's going to miss a field goal unless he just decides to call it a career right now. Um, the first miss that he has, how does he respond to that? That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I'll say about Kyle Ferry, so far, what I know about him, I know about his personality, what I know about his family, and what what I've heard about you know the kind of kid that he is, is he's a very confident kid. Okay. And – you know, there's there's been we've seen kickers here that have had some success, and that first missed field goal they've just unraveled, and those guys were a little they just couldn't handle that moment. I guess I have a I have faith in him being able to say, you know what, that's a that was a it was a bad kick. Let's let's get back out there and do it again. Check it off. I, yeah, I, I have faith in him doing that, but he has he's never been in this position before. This is a whole lot different. You got 60,000 people in the stands. You're going to go to some places this year that have 80,000 people at the stadium that don't want you to succeed. Right now, you're you're playing in a place where everybody wants you to have success. That's going to change. So he's never been put in these moments before. I, I have confidence in him, but we haven't seen him in that spot yet. So it's, it's going to be interesting when that first kick misses – how he responds to that and where he goes from there will tell you the tale of Kyle Ferry. But for now, you can have nothing but good things to say about him and um, and have confidence in him because he just nailed two 47-plus-yard field goals, which I don't know how many times we've seen a freshman do that yeah. in Mississippi State. Yeah. The other special teams angle, obviously, is the return of Xavion Thomas uh, back on punt returns. He'll get some opportunities this week. Sort of the same thing I said about him last week. I'm, I'm not – you know, I'm not out here saying he's got to take one back 50, 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. Just want to see him be consistent, you know, make the first guy miss, you know, give state, you know, seven in between seven and 12 yards every punt return. You know, nowadays, punt returns just aren't what they used to be. And you know, nowadays, if you get eight or nine yards on a punt return, you're doing pretty good. Anything in anything above 10, and you're feeling really good about it. So, what does Xavion Thomas bring to this team from a special teams perspective? I've got an eye on that uh, as well. Let's move into our playmakers and predictions. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. As our friend Stefan Krosnick reported, the Mississippi State offensive line, second biggest in the SEC. They should have had a few more stakes a couple weeks ago when the Cattlemen's Association was out there. Could have gotten over could've, the hump. Could have been stand. first. Could have been first. Or is that is Alabama first? I didn't I didn't read the article. I, I'll be honest. I did not read the article. I don't think Alabama's going to be first, though. Just because of the style of offense they run, I, if I, oh, had, they're, I had their linemen bet, are huge. I mean, they are, but I just I bet Arkansas's first. This is my, which is my guess. Pittman, Pittman recruiting a bunch of road graders is how I would that talk. that line at Bama's huge this year. You're gonna make me click on the link is what you, what you're telling me. I, I now now I got to do it, don't I? I'll do it. I'll do it for you right here. Hold on. Uh, let's see here. Florida, 
Florida is the, the biggest. Alabama is the third smallest. Really? Yes. Only, I just had it. Where did it go? Only Kentucky and Ole Miss smaller. Ole Miss is a bunch of skinny sons of guns. State's 303 line is, pounds. State's line, on average, 14 pounds bigger per man. That's that's, that's interesting. Uh, what also State is has some meat on their bones. Yes. What also is interesting is steak. I like steak. Steak is good. So, when you eat steak, you know what to do. Go see your local butchers, your local meat market guys. They got you taken care of. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks for Also, don't forget, msbeef.org, they've got great tailgating recipes there. And tailgating is all about beef, steaks, burgers, kebabs. And then you got the long days like this week, maybe a brisket or something like that. Hit them up, msbeef.org. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District, guys. I know it's going to be busy at Two Brothers this week. Just be patient. Get in there. Get yourself some food. I saw a great tweet from Two Brothers today. It said, life's too short to eat bad food. Yep. That's a true story. So head over to Two Brothers. Grab yourself something to eat this weekend. A prime rib sandwich would not be a bad pregame meal for you on Saturday. And then after the game, if you want to go hang out, Two Brothers is the place for that as well. Great spot to watch while all the action that's happening in the Cotton District. Two Brothers Smoke Meats, the home of smoked Southern Soul Food. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. You can't be open for that long if you don't take care of your customers. When you need technology for your business, give them a call for copiers, printers, uh, information systems, laptops, computers, whatever. And then if you need service, you just call those guys back. And a lot of times they're going to be able to take care of you the same day because they're here in Mississippi just like you are. So see what they can do for you starting today for your business. 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, that's the place to find your next polo. There was a thread on 24-7. People were asking about where to get polos, and a lot of people were suggesting the Rogue. I liked seeing that because the Rogue has an incredible selection of pullovers and polos with the logos that you want. Great name brands and the service that comes with from one of the South's top men's clothing stores. Shop at the Rogue in Jackson or at the Rogue online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Playmaker time. Who you got offensively this week, Robbie? Offensively, I, I think that I'm going to go with Mike Wright. I think I just, I think he's going to bust a big play. I think he's going to have um, have defenses on skates out there. I mean, I the what I saw from him last week was just electric. I mean, it's the same thing that we've seen mm-hmm. in practices in the spring and the fall, but actually seeing it in a game, in in live game action, kind of changes your opinion a little bit. It feels weird saying that the second-team quarterback is going to be the playmaker, but I just have a weird feeling that he's going to come up with some big plays for Mississippi State off the bench. So for me, I I think the engine that's going to drive Mississippi State this season, Will Rogers is what he is, right? And State will not win when he doesn't play well. But uh, for me, the engine that's going to drive things is Woody Marks. I saw enough last weekend to know that I think he can be the guy who carries the ball 20-plus times a game. Um, I like the guys they have around him backing him up. I really like Jeff Pittman. But I think Woody Marks, 20-plus carries, 100-plus <laughs> yards, a couple of touchdowns again. 
that's going to be what drives Mississippi State to victory week in and week out is this running game. Um, and they need it to be successful if they want to set up the the two other things this offense is going to work on, which is you know the play action passing and the might when Mike Wright comes in. You have to be worried about Woody Marks at all times for those two things to be successful. So Marks is the guy that I've got pegged as my offensive playmaker for this week. What about defensively, Robbie? Who do you look at? I'm going to go with DKM Richardson. I think whether it be you know coming up and making a tackle from his cornerback position or making a big play um, as a defensive back, I think that he's going to be big in this game. Uh, you know, eight to ten tackles, maybe a couple of pass breakups, could get a big interception here or there. I, I like DKM in this game. You and I are on the same page for this one. I, I just feel like that Arizona passing attack is going to test this Mississippi State secondary. There's so many new faces back there. Who's the most reliable guy? Who's the guy that we know the most about? Richardson is that guy. This can be the kind of game because you know, we've talked about the the kind of, of skill position talent that Arizona has out there, the kind of receivers that they have. A big game here moves you up draft boards. So Richardson's got to be looking at it in, in that way. I feel really good about State's defensive line. I think they'll get pressure on Delora. I feel really good about State's ability to bottle up the Arizona running game. It's going to be about when they do throw the ball down the field, can State make plays there? And in the secondary, Richardson is that guy. I'll do my X factor first because you've already said him. It's got to be Mike Wright because I don't feel like I can say he's the offensive playmaker because I don't know how many touches he's going to get, right? So – however many touches he gets could determine the success or failure of what he does. And because he's just, it's not reliable. It's not the right word. I just don't have enough of a, of a grasp of what his role is in this offense to this point. But here's a guy who could come in and give you eight to 10 carries. Here's a guy who could throw the ball three or four times. And there's some talk this week that he's possibly working at receiver to, to give him a different look. Do they put him out in the pass pattern? Does he, does he have a catch? They try some trick plays. These are all the things that I would I would say for an X factor, right? That I don't really know where he's going to make his big big impression. I just know that he's going to make one. I'll say it again. You know, he had five carries for ninety five yards last week. If he has anywhere from fifty to sixty yards rushing, and I can get another one twenty five, one thirty, one forty out of Marks, two hundred yards rushing, I feel like State's going to win that football game with two hundred yards rushing. So Mike Wright is my X factor this week. Who do you take? I'm I'm gonna do the the Tulu Griffin thing we did last year where we just kept saying he was gonna be the X Factor. <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna do that with Xavion Thomas. Okay, okay. I think I think he was my he was my playmaker, I think, last week. Yeah. And um I just feel like the guy is now being unleashed. He missed his first game. You know that was killing him. He's supposed to be back this week. If he's not, then next week I'll just pick him as my X Factor again. Makes sense. And we'll Makes just sense. we'll just keep doing it until he gets it. But um, I just feel like he's going to make a play in this game, whether it be in the passing game or punt return, maybe even a kick return. He's waiting. He's been waiting for, you know, half a year to get back out there and make a play. And now he's getting a chance to be, you know, a full-time wide receiver. They just used him basically as a punt returner last year. He played a little bit of wide receiver, but now he's getting a chance to play first, second team reps. He's going to be ready to play. And I think he's going to have a big game. He's going to make some. He's going to make some big plays in this game, I believe. All right. What's your prediction, Robbie? Mississippi State versus Arizona. <clears throat> Ooh, you know, I'm, 
I'm kind of back and forth on this, on what this game's going to look like. Everybody's the closer we get to the game, everybody nationally is starting to, you know, put upset special on this game. I just feel like it's a game where state kind of rises to the occasion. They started to really get going second half in the ball game against Southeastern Louisiana, and they did what they were supposed to do. Nothing super impressive that was, was supposed to happen, but well coached ball game. So it was all about execution. This week you have a well coached ball game. You you execute. You got a chance to have a really special day against a, a a solid power five team. So I think State wins this game. I'm gonna say thirty-one to twenty-one. Okay. So they cover. Yeah. I, I, I like state. I feel like state, I, I agree with what you're saying about rising to the occasion. I feel like Mississippi State knows they need to keep momentum going into next weekend. And quite honestly, if they play really well, I'm going to start looking at them and think, okay, I, they're going to put that thought in my head, Robbie, that Mississippi State could beat LSU if they play well this week. That's what happened last year. Um, State was a little sloppy in that game a year ago on the road. I don't know that that'll be the case as much in this one. So I've got Mississippi State winning, you know, maybe relatively easily, you might say, but 38-24 is my final score for this one. Mississippi State gets the win to go to 2-0. and and enter this huge stretch to finish out the month of September uh, on, a, on a winning streak. So, all right, guys, don't forget to check out the MSU Mississippi Supply Mississippi Peanut Supply Tailgate Show that airs three hours before kickoff on WLZA. I made I made a huge mistake last week, Robbie. So that show is pre-recorded, and I just kept saying it's on WKBB. It's like, nope, they moved Mississippi State sports. I was like, oh yeah, they did, they did. Ninety-six-one here in the Golden Triangle. WLZA, you can hear the tailgate show three hours before kickoff. Uh, my interview that you heard yesterday with Justin Spears is also on that show. Uh, you can go back and get get that uh, that content there. Also, today on the podcast feed, don't forget my interview with the SEC Network's Cole Kublik. He'll be on the sidelines Saturday night uh, for Mississippi State versus Arizona. Interested to get his thoughts on the Bulldogs and what he thinks about this team in the early, early part of this season. Robbie, I'll be back with you on Sunday, hopefully for a victory Sunday as we begin one of our favorite weeks here on the podcast, LSU Week. You know we'll have a ton of content. Robbie, you get a day off this week. Don't forget, you get an extra day off. I do. Yeah, got to get the family together. for the. I don't know when the next time I'll be able to do it. So the last, this is our show for some time. Uh, like all the, all the LSU fans will pick LSU and all the state people will pick state. I, I one year. No, that's not true. That's not true. At least one state fan will probably pick LSU, and you're probably talking to him. So you know, at least one of us can keep it uh, professional. We'll see. But we'll have. A lot I wouldn't of- say that's professional as much of a pessimistic mindset. That I don't. I don't think you're. I don't think you're saying like, oh, I'm calling it right down the middle. I think you're just saying Call no. Right no, down no. the I've middle. I've seen Robbie. this a million times. Right down the middle. How dare you? Uh, but we'll also have some other great interviews for you as well. I'm trying to get a couple former players or at least one. Uh, we'll get some uh, some LSU folks on the uh, pod next week. It'll be a lot of fun. Guys, have a great, great weekend. Enjoy yourself if you're on the way to Starkville. Uh, if you're going to be headed up here this weekend, if you're running to Robbie and I, please say hello. We love, we love meeting you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you again on Sunday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.